Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I am here at the end of April with Ed and Lynn Rutan of Connect Summit County, and we're gearing up for Mental Health Month in May. Uh, last year, we did a short recap of it. This year, we're catching them before the events start and kind of doing a preview and a teaser of all the things we have coming up. How are you guys doing today? Great. Great, Great to see you, Derek. Yep. Just to get into things, as a refresher, why don't you tell, first introduce yourselves and then give us a little bit of info about what Connect is and what you do here in the community in Summit County. I'm Ed Rutan. And I'm Lynn Rutan. And um, Any relation there? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, they're married. They're married. Yes. Long time. Connect is a local nonprofit that was formed about two years ago, and I want to emphasize that our name is Connect Summit County uh, because we cover the entire county, but we also focus solely on Summit County. So Ed and I are among the co-founders. There were about seven families that got together about two years ago, just almost exactly two years ago, um, because we were concerned about mental health services in Summit County. We are parents of children who suffer from mental illness, and so we saw firsthand what the lack of services, what the lack of even understanding and awareness of the problems were. And so we thought we'd have a stronger voice in changing the situation. And one of the first things that we have noticed is the issue of stigma. Uh, People are not comfortable talking about mental illness in the family. it is considered something to be embarrassed about, and that that was something that we really wanted to change. And we knew we were going to have to work on stigma before we could even address the other programs. The, the worst problem of stigma, it's very difficult for the families and the people with mental illness, but the worst thing is that the isolation keeps people from seeking the treatment that can help them. So it's we look at mental illness as something like cancer was considered um, even in the, in the 60s. I know when my grandmother died of cancer, we didn't ever speak the word. And now we've moved ahead to the point where breast cancer is gets pink ribbons. And so we'd love to see mental health as something that can develop the discussion of mental health can become as uh, an issue that is people are as aware of. And one of the first things that, from my understanding, spawned from the effort that Connect Summit County was doing was Mental Health Month. So this is obviously isn't the first year that it's gone on. So Ed, why don't you tell us where mental health came from, what were kind of what was the catalyst behind it, and some information about past year's events before we get into what's going on this year. Yeah, 2018 is our third year 
there really were two reasons uh, why we started it uh, back in 2016. Uh, the first was that we wanted to uh, help promote responses to the health department's mental health needs assessment survey uh, that was uh, underway at that point. And the second was that we wanted to promote better understanding of mental health issues and, and work towards uh, eliminating stigma, as uh, Lynn was saying. From the very beginning, uh, we've had a variety of types of events, uh, speakers, panel discussions, uh, films. We always have a Q&A. Uh, we always feel pretty strongly that it's important for people to have uh, the opportunity to ask uh, the speakers, whatever questions they may have, uh, and uh, admission is always free. We have something that we call the Brainstorm Film Festival. Uh, you know, this is Park City, so we have to have a film festival. That's right. And uh, we uh, are usually able to find five or six films uh, each year about mental illness, and then we follow it with a panel discussion. As I said, admission to all these programs is free. Uh, we think it's pretty important. Uh, that they'd be available to everybody. If I could just break in and say that it is, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and we emphasize the awareness. It is based on the fact that May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. And there's when when and when you talk about doing events, this isn't just one or two events that you have going no. on. And we'll highlight some of them later when we do an overview of the program. But I just have the calendar of events in the brochure in front of me. And I mean, we're looking at like 20 something events that you have going on. So there's stuff all through May on numerous days of the week at numerous times. So really, there should be something for everybody and something that's available at some point in time for everybody as well. We do emphasize both mental health and mental wellness as well as mental illness. That, that's critical. There's stuff that can benefit everyone if they right. take the time to attend and we And we really do try to reach with topics that are involving all ages, all age groups, demographics. So, And when we go through, you'll see there, we talked about children's mental health issues to older adults' mental health issues. Yeah, we definitely don't expect everybody to attend all 20 events. Of course, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're certainly welcome, but even the two of us are not going to attend all 20. Close. Uh, but the, the hope is that uh, we put together a combination of programs so that most people will be able to find two or three programs uh, that will be of real interest to them. And what are some of the success stories you've seen as a result from past mental health months? We've talked about the events and other stuff for everybody, but you have some pretty cool numbers here that we wanted to share about what's happened in the past two years. One of our goals, as Ed said, was to um, support the Department of Health's mental health survey. And so that received about a thousand responses to the survey and and. Those responses were the cornerstone of the strategic plan that, that has moved mental health issues forward in this county. And um, we also see that people in Summit County, from uh, government officials on down, are much more willing to talk about mental illness. We feel that Mental Health Awareness Month Plus, all our activities during the year have been have played a, a big role in. We we call ourselves the the voice of the people for mental health in Connect Summit County, and Mental Health Awareness Month has really helped us get to that point. 
And how is it in the past two years, there's been a lot going on. You've had about the same number of events I know last year. The year before, was it about the same as well? Yes, it was. So what are some ways that things have changed or grown and evolved from 2016 until the event we're having this year in 2018? Well, first of all, in terms of growth, total attendance uh, doubled uh, from about 900 people in 2016 to about 2,000 people uh, last year. We're certainly hoping for even more people uh, this year. So even though the the number of programs is relatively the same, uh, in attendance has increased since we uh, we started. Uh, another uh, important change is that we we've really gotten great financial support from the community, and we're extremely grateful for that. Uh, but with that financial support, we've been able to bring nationally recognized speakers uh, to supplement our local speakers during Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, We had kind of one national speaker in 2016, two in 2017, and this year we have three. Retired Admiral James Winfeld, he's a former vice chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and Mary Winfeld, uh, that's May 8th at Jim Santi Auditorium. Uh, They're crusading uh, around the country to defeat the opioid epidemic through prevention, prescription drug controls, law enforcement, better access to quality treatment. Their family suffered a real tragedy. Uh, Their son, Jonathan, uh, suffered from mental illness that led to addiction uh, and then 16 months in a dual diagnosis uh, inpatient program. But sadly, after he got out and uh, went on to college, uh, he accidentally died from a a fatal overdose uh, during his freshman week in college. Social media and the stress uh, that that places on our youth uh, is a big concern in our community right now, and we're bringing in a nationally recognized expert, author Anna Humayan, to talk about that. That's going to be May 3rd at uh, Jim Santee Auditorium. We could and probably should do an entire episode just on the effects of social media, especially in our youth, but I think that it's something that we're just really coming to terms with as far as the impact that it can have, not not only on youth, they're seeing it, I think, the heaviest, but it, it also affects everyone who uses social media. I think we have to be honest that even as adults, it affects us as well. There are a lot of things that we need to be on top of. And look up, Anna. She is nationally recognized. She's written a, a book on social media wellness. Yeah. She's She is also a great speaker, and she is actually also speaking at the schools during during her visit here. So yeah, She'll be over uh, for the middle school in Camas and uh, Ecker Hill Middle School here in Park City. And we're, we're focusing on that because the, the tweens at this point are the ones that really are, are getting into the, the whole issue of social media and stress. And so we're trying to catch the problem early on. I read somewhere by a big social media agency or influencer that what social media does is, is actually ages us younger. And by that, what I mean is that you'll have 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds taking selfies and stuff now, doing stuff that (laughs) wouldn't even make sense even 10 years ago. But that also goes down the spectrum. So now you have, it's not something that high school kids are just dealing with or even something that middle school kids are necessarily dealing with, but it's going down in the grade school levels as well, in the elementaries and, as you mentioned, the tweens. And something I think it's more pervasive than we realize, Uh that it's happening all around us and at all levels, even if your kid doesn't have a cell phone. Oh, I don't. I don't want to forget our uh, third uh, national speaker, former uh, basketball superstar Shamiqua Holsclaw, uh, is coming uh, 
to talk about how mental illness destroyed her career and, and how she's regained control of her life. Uh, that's on May 17. And we'll also be showing the documentary film Mind Game uh, about her life, uh, narrated by Glenn Close. And we're doing that with uh, as part of the Park City film series. And I'm sure these personal testimonies that we're getting from these national speakers, there, there's really an impact there. It's, it's one thing to talk about these things in general or in a hypothetical sense, but when you have these extremely successful people that are either talking about or giving their kind of personal testimonies, um, testimonials of things they've been through, it really has another level of impact. What it does, and I think an important element of, of both uh, her talk and a movie that we're going to be talking about a little bit later is, is the element of hope. Uh, that even though uh, these people uh, really were, were dealing with some pretty severe mental illnesses, uh, they've been able to move on uh, and, and lead uh, productive lives uh, as well. You know, we've been talking a little bit about students, and, and I think one of the most uh, important things that we did uh, in terms of the evolution uh, of Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, last year we came up with an idea that we call of the students, by the students, and for the students. And the way that came about was we uh, were talking about, well, what kind of program should we have uh, for the students during Mental Health Awareness Month? And it occurred to us, uh, you know, what do we know? <laughs> Why don't we just ask the students uh, what kinds of programs they think they need? Uh, so we did. Uh, and uh, they designed uh, their own programs during Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, we helped them uh, with some find some speakers and with some logistical support. Uh, we're doing that again this year, but we've even gone sort of one step further. Uh, this year, uh, the students have designed one of our evening programs, and that's going to be called Ask Me Anything Night. Uh, that's Tuesday, May 2nd at 5.30. I have to emphasize 5.30 because there's a typo in our brochure that says 6.30. That'll also be it. Jim Sandy uh, Auditorium, uh, and they'll be covering topics like what does a drug addict look like and uh, battling uh, cultural stereotypes. And then uh, another thing that we're, we're adding this year, and it's really a reflection of the progress that we've made, uh, we're adding a community discussion about how are we doing on mental health and substance abuse. And we couldn't have done that in 2016 because there wasn't enough happening to even talk about. Uh, but we are moving forward. So this will be a chance for people to get an update from elected officials and other community leaders on, on what actions are being taken to deal with mental health and substance abuse challenges. But also, and, and I really want to emphasize this, it'll be a chance for people to give their input uh, to uh, how they see things, uh, what's going on, what's not going on that they'd like to see uh, happen. And uh, for that, uh, our panelists are going to include uh, count County Council members Kim Carson and Roger Armstrong, City Council member Nan Worrell, Health Department uh, Rich, uh, Director Rich Bellow, uh, and uh, Ollie Wilder uh, from the Park City Community Foundation is going to moderate that. We're doing one discussion in Camas on uh, May 10th and uh, one at Jim Santee Auditorium on uh, May 15th. And that's something that, with all the work that's been going on with the alliance that came about from the assessment and from your work during the first Mental Health Month and everything we're doing now, 
we like to make sure that people know what's kind of ongoing. And when we have these lulls where we're working on programming and building up to something else coming, we want people to know that the work is still moving forward. The Alliance is still out there doing things. And this is, as you mentioned, a great opportunity to come out, ask any questions that you might have. And what's currently available, I think, is a big thing. The resources that we have now that people can take advantage of. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on. Uh, and uh, the Alliance has certainly been a, a really important development development and uh, how the community uh, is moving forward. And then what we're talking about the community, I want to emphasize that uh, our the name of our organization, uh, as Lynn said, is Connect Summit County. It's not Connect Park City. And uh, this year we'll be having uh, three events uh, in Camas, uh, two of which, uh, or one of which I guess I've already mentioned. Uh, and we're actually also going to be doing uh, an event in, in Colville. And I know, Derek, you've actually been working on that one. So I just want to say that we're definitely excited to be including events in Camas and Colville, extended events in Camas and Colville. The event in Colville is going to be on May 15th at 6.30, and we'll have more information out about that. But the topic that we'll be addressing there is empowering your children. So we're talking about not only the risk factors and signs that you can see for bullying and maybe drug use and all these different topics and depression, but also the things that you can do if you recognize these signs or just being proactively to help your children be prepared to combat these things. So how they can deal with depression or how they can come to talk to you about these difficult things that they experience every day in school. And as you mentioned, we're really excited about that and also for the events that will be coming up in Camas this year at our brand new South Summit Services building. So if you haven't been there yet, definitely come by and check that out. It's, it's a wonderful building and uh, I, I've been over there a couple times already uh, and it's, it's really exciting because uh, there are a lot of people in there. Both times uh, I, there were kids, there were adults. Uh, that, that's a facility that's only been open for about a week and a half or two weeks, and it's already getting really great use. So we talked about some specific events and some changes you've made. Why don't you give us now kind of the overview, the red carpet unveiling of some of the big things that you want people to know about for Mental Health Month coming up? Sure. Mental Health Awareness Month starts off with a program on mindfulness on Tuesday, May 1st at 6.30 p.m. at Santee Auditorium. And um, we'll be showing the film Mindfulness Goes Mainstream, and it will be followed by a talk on mindfulness basics by local mindfulness meditation practitioner Rebecca Brenner. By starting off with the, the topic of mindfulness, we want to show that sound mental health isn't just about treating mental illness. Mindfulness is something that everyone can do to strengthen their mental health. Rebecca will repeat the program at the New Camus Library on May 15th. Uh, we've been talking about the opioid crisis. Uh, in addition to the Winfelds, uh, we're also going to be showing the Oscar-nominated documentary, Heroin, uh, followed by a panel discussion uh, being organized by Mary Krista Smith from Communities That Care and Aaron Newman from the Health Department. And I think as panelists, uh, we already have confirmed uh, Margaret Olson, the county attorney, uh, and uh, Dodie Wilson from uh, Valley Behavioral Health, and we're hoping to have a few other people 
as well for that one. And as you mentioned, that's a really timely topic given that Summit County just announced its lawsuit against opioid manufacturers about a month ago. And there's a lot of buzz going on about that, both with the county level, some other counties in the state, and then also through our hospital as well. They've made a big push against cutting back on opioid use and taking a stand on uh, over-prescribing opioids. And, you know, law enforcement uh, plays a really important role, not just when we're dealing with opioid abuse, but uh, also uh, in mental health in general. And the sheriff's office is going to be presenting a program on how law enforcement can work with parents uh, called, appropriately enough, Frontline and Blue Line. And that'll be May 14th at Acker Hill Middle School. And that's another topic that we've been collaborating with you guys on for that segment. To give people a little bit of background, the Frontline Blue Line event, the Frontline is considered parents and teachers and the Blue Line, obviously law enforcement. So the event was first held in the North Summit area, was extremely well attended. Then about a month, a month and a half ago, We did another event in the Camas School District that was also really well attended. So we're excited to bring this to the Park City School District now and work with the Sheriff's Office to talk about not only substance abuse issues, but also online safety for your children and some other topics. And after that, there'll be a resource fair with booths from the Alliance, with Connect Summit County, with the Health Department, and a lot of other resources. So if you're listening to this, and it's before May 14th, and you're a parent in the Park City School District, you do not want to miss especially this event. There's also, so we've talked about working with law enforcement, we've talked about mindfulness and the opioid crisis. There's also a number of other topics that that you're addressing this month, including depression and eating disorders. So why don't you give us a little bit of a preview about the programming you have around those topics. In addition to the Shamik Holtz Club program, we're going to be showing the this year's Oscar winning short documentary, Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405. And it's about how artist Mindy Alper channeled her depression and anxiety into her work. And so it's great that we got the film to to show, but it's also really important that local psychiatrist Dr. Melissa Lopez-Larsen and art therapist Ida Yokin will be talking about the film and answering questions about how how art is related to supporting mental health and also in in working on mental illness issues. And that's May 24th at Santee Auditorium, which I just want to... Santee Auditorium, we talk about it all the time. It's, it, it's at the Park City Public Library. We'll be showing the documentary Dying to be Thin, uh, followed by a panel discussion with local counselors uh, Karen Malm and Melissa Taylor. And we're also going to have on our panel an eating disorder survivor. Uh, They're also going to be talking about a new eating disorder, and that's obsession with eating healthy. I mean, who'd have thunk that? uh, I guess you could take anything too far, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So that program will be uh, May 30th uh, at uh, Jim Santee Auditorium. You know, we're we're a very active community, but uh, some of us, like Lynn and me, (laughs) are aging. 
And we do have two programs on uh, the mental health aspects of aging. On May 7, uh, Lunch and Learn at the Basin Rec Fieldhouse. Uh, that one will be called Proactive Aging, uh, Planning for Your Future. Can I just say there that um, the, it is free, the lunch and the learning is uh, are both free, but we do require an RSVP for the lunch. So that's by going to County at gmail.com. And we'll make sure to include yeah. the links to your website and all right. of that information right. so people can see that in the show notes and on the website. And then we're also doing a Lunch and Learn uh, on uh, May 22nd. Also uh, free lunch, but as Lynn said, we need an RSVP. Uh, this time we actually are introducing a new thing. Uh, we've always talked about the Brainstorm Film Festival, but this Lunch and Learn is going to be built around a play uh, that's called a Portrait of a Caregiver, and that's about uh, the uh, Alzheimer's uh, caregivers, and that'll also be uh, at uh, Jim Santee Auditorium. And that is based on conversations with Utah caregivers. It's written, the play is written by a, a Utah woman who who has talked with with actual caregivers. And, and the actors are a local group from uh, down from Salt Lake called uh, Walk-Ons. Fortunately, this is an extremely active community, but unfortunately, all this physical activity so does sometimes bring injury. So a new topic for us, and, and one that we have been asked over and over again to address, is concussion and TBI, the impacts on mental health. And that is going to be on May 16th, again at Jim Santee Auditorium. And we've really lined up an, an interesting group of people, a, a panel for that. Um, freestyle ski champion Alex Schlopey will be talking about his own experiences with um, concussion and how they've how they exacerbated some of some mental illness issues and how he's come back from from those problems and then we have physical therapist Lauren Zykus who specializes in concussion and has also suffered concussions herself and then we have Dr. Antoinette uh, Russo who is head of the Tosh concussion um, clinic and Lynn Ware Peak our our city councilor and um, and KPCW personality is going to be the moderator for that. And that's a topic that kind of has paralleled mental health as far as recent awareness and a growing concern for it. 20 years ago, you got a concussion. It was, oh, you got your bell rung, you'll be all right. You know, you're a little dizzy right now, but you're okay. But really, there's a lot of effects that can last the rest of your life, whether you get that concussion running around as a kid or playing childhood or high school college sports or even later in life there's a lot of effects that we're still trying to figure out so that's an, a an event that i think if you've ever had a concussion you may want to attend just to learn more about this stuff and it's something that really can apply to anyone from a high school athlete all the way up to beyond anyone who's ever experienced a concussion right either experienced or if you are 
if you are active or if you're involved in in active sports, it's something it's an issue that you should be considering um, watching out for it because brain issues, the brain disease issues that can can develop from it are not always recognized. So part of this is is developing a, a recognition that that this is a serious problem. And then we are also going to have a talk on early brain development by a woman, uh, Dr. Nicole Sharon. Sharon and why some people struggle with mental illness and addiction and why others do not based on on their early brain development. Well, we've gone through a lot of programs. One more that we'll talk about that we're going to end the Mental Health Awareness Month on May 31st with a program by the psychiatry department at the University of Utah. And they really have been uh, just absolutely fantastic supporters. Uh, They have provided uh, speakers uh, for Mental Health Awareness Month going back uh, to the very beginning. And we can't say enough about how appreciative we are of of their support. Uh, Their program this year is going to be called 70 Years of Healthy Minds, Current Research on Brain and Behavioral Health. Now that sounds uh, kind of technical, but it's actually intended uh, for everybody, uh, not just mental health professionals. And it's going to be an incredible opportunity for people to talk one-on-one with the experts on the specific uh, topics that uh, that concern people. Uh, The way the program is going to work is that there'll be a dozen tables around the room, one for each topic and uh, each expert, and people can just go from one table to the other Uh, based on what interests them. They can go to one table, they can go to ten tables, uh, they can go to five tables. Uh, It really is entirely up to the person uh, who's going to attend and it's a great opportunity for a one-on-one discussion with uh, real experts on the subject. Uh, Some of the topics that will be covered, uh, opioids and major depression, genetic risk of suicide, sensation-seeking behavior in youth using marijuana, concussion in uh, college athletes, as we were just talking about, and, and veterans and PTSD. It is really going to be a place where if you have a question, you can go and talk to people who are working on the cutting edge of the research on these topics. So don't miss that program. And it's an opportunity to if you have a question maybe that's more personal that you don't have to stand up in front of an audience with a microphone and ask publicly, if you've been looking for resources or not sure where to turn about any of the issues we've talked about or others regarding mental illness, mental wellness, or substance abuse, this is a great time to go talk to these professionals about these things. So just as we get ready to close now, Ed and Lynn, you've done an amazing amount of work for Mental Health Awareness Month in the past three years, third year being this year. But looking forward, what are some of the goals you have to continue to expand the amazing reach that you've already had? Well, first of all, I want to say that we've worked hard on this and Connect has really worked hard on this, but we couldn't have done it without our just an outpouring of community support from community partners. And the Summit County Mental Wellness Alliance has been critical to this work, but um, we've we've received a major grant from Marriott Daughters Foundation. The Park City Community Foundation has been hugely helpful. Intermountain Park City Hospital, um, Park City Community Church, the Department of Health, 
Promontory, uh, Epic Promise, the Park City Film Series, Basin Recreation, the School District, um, the, the two rotaries. Um, it, it's just been, the, the community partners have made this possible and I think it emphasizes the, the name Connect. We are trying to connect with all the groups. We don't want to, we don't want to replace what jobs that are already being done we want to expand and this has happened through the partnerships as far as our future goals we're going to keep working toward the elimination of of stigma as one of our overarching goals to help people understand that by eliminating the stigma that we can also help people recognize the need for professional help when it occurs and just wrapping up now ed why don't you tell us where people can go to learn more information about mental health Month? and connect Summit County and where they can go to get involved if they're interested. Well, volunteers are always welcome. And as you can imagine... And greatly with, needed. <laughs> yes, with a program uh, that's got 20 events on it, greatly needed. To get more information about how to volunteer or about all the events for Mental Health Awareness Month or about Connect, uh, you can go to our website, connectsummitcounty.org. Or our Facebook page. Which is Connect Summit County. Yes. And we'll link all of that again in the show notes. Ed and Lynn, thank you so much for all the work you're doing in the community and also well, for you, taking Derek. the time to talk with us Thank today. you for what you do. Oh, thanks, I appreciate Derek. it. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.